Hey, motherfuckers, we back. we back at it again. This is the Two Cents You Call It podcast. I am your host, X, and I'm here with my homeboy, the uh, the birthday man himself. What's up? Dub, dub, talk to the people. What's up? It's Dub in the house. Uh, shout out to episode number six, man. We are back at it again with episode number six. Yeah, man. Um, as always, we appreciate everybody out there for following us, for listening to us. Um, everybody that's supporting us, y'all are giving us great feedback, and we appreciate it every Definitely. single week. Definitely. Speaking like, of weeks, man. Share, subscribe, all that shit. Yeah, like, share. Please like, share, subscribe. Um, we're doing something different today. Yeah. We have not done yeah. it before. We have a live audience today. We had a couple of friends. Um, Hopefully we don't get cussed out. Hopefully we don't get cussed out. We can't edit the live. So if it gets real quiet and you see it's, it's quiet because everybody left because they got pissed off. <laughs> yeah, no, but um, we're doing a, something a little different. Um, we had a couple of friends that were in the area and wanted to see um, and hear the podcast today and how we all, how we put it all together. So we do have a live audience today. So we're pretty excited about that. We appreciate yeah. um, them for being here. Thank you very much. Thank you very yes, much. Yes, yes, yes. Um, you did mention I, I do have a birthday coming up. Um, yeah, man. By the time the listeners hear this, this will be my birthday would have been yesterday. Yeah. But um, today we're recording on Friday. So my birthday Beat. is tomorrow. 31 plus one. I will be, no, I will be 30 plus one. 30 plus one? <laughs> yeah, I'll be 31 tomorrow. No, I'm saying 31 plus one. 30. By day. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sunday. <laughs> I'm not talking about that. I, 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 I ain't that drunk. About, <laughs> I couldn't do math last week, but I can do it this week. Yeah, no, Um, I will be 31 in a day Uh, by the time this comes out. um, I'm looking forward to it, man. Um, How was your week? How was your week? Um, my week. Before we get into the weeks. Well, goddamn. Because <laughs> I completely forgot. What are we drinking today? Drinking. Okay. You want to go first? I'm, I, ain't, I ain't got no 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 toxic relationship pouring this week. Okay. Um, so, um, for everybody that doesn't know, we um, every week we take a shot. And let me tell you how we got on this shot. So, uh, X had a coffee cognac. Coffee it, cognac that I got for... Um, Ashton and Vanita's wedding. Okay. In Houston. Okay. I still haven't been able to find it anywhere else. I went to the store today to see if I could get another bottle. And um, yeah, so um he got this coffee cognac and the aftertaste is ass. Yeah. So <laughs> so nah, I've eaten ass before and I think ass <laughs> is a little bit better than, 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 better than, cognac, yeah. than the cognac. But yeah, Fresh that, out the shower ass. <laughs> Let me tell y'all, the, the aftertaste on this cognac is fucking terrible. Um, but for our pregame shot, we decided that we was going to get rid of this bottle. And until we get rid of the bottle, we are going to take it as a pregame shot. But we also yes. mix it with a, well, today we mixed it with. Um, a couple things. We had uh, a pecan whiskey um, liqueur. Yeah. And a um, shit. What is the other one? Uh, salted caramel. Yeah, salted caramel. And uh, so, yeah, when you when you mix it mix it with the like cream liqueur, it, it's actually a pretty good shot. But we decided mm. that we were going to start um, taking that shot before every show, so we're a few shots in at this point. Yeah. Um. But yeah, what what are what's in your glass tonight? Um. Today I am drinking on uh, Calvados, uh, Bernero, and so this is actually it's a um. Uh, apple uh, cognac. 
Okay. Well, not necessarily cognac because it has to be from cognac to be that, but it's a, a apple brandy. And I'm going to mix that off with uh, some Canada Dry um, Zero Sugar because, you know, I'm trying to get slim thick with my, <laughs> my cute ass. <laughs> Is that what we doing? Well, yeah, I'm trying for to show out, for you, show, show out for your birthday and hey, shit. Hey, we showing out for the summer. What um, you drinking over there, Dub? I am drinking, as always. Uh, I got a new whiskey for the week. I'm not going to put that out there because we ain't giving no free publicity anymore. Uh, got a, a new whiskey and, of course, topped it off with some ginger ale. Take um, the toast off. <laughs> to, to take the toast off. It's actually a bourbon whiskey, um, which is a little different, but... I'm going to see how it is. Um, first time trying it. So, you know, we'll see how it is. But going back into it, man, how was your week? Uh, my week this week um, was actually pretty smooth. Um, Friday, let me see. We recorded on, no, we actually recorded on Thursday. We did. Uh, Friday, I pretty much uh, packed and everything, got ready to go home back to Louisiana. Oh, yeah, you Fuck did. Fuck you, so, out. Um, <laughs> Yeah, y'all back, back home. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You did go go home with your mom. That was a road trip with your moms, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We um we went back home and stuff. We went to go see my my grandparents. Uh, they stay uh probably about thirty minutes away from Monroe, um my hometown, uh in Columbia. Uh, went to go see them. My grandmother, um, uh, she was in good spirits. She has Alzheimer's. Uh, okay. See, I said that right. I didn't yeah. say all the time. You know, we'll call some shit, some other shit in a minute, right? Yeah. Old timers. Like, that, that is not what that disease That's is. Tough, but yeah, she she remembered me a couple of times, which is always good. Um, Man, so you know, my, my grandmother actually passed from Alzheimer's. Really, so, really, really. Yeah, so I definitely know... You know, that situation. That's a, that's a the, tough, that's a tough disease. It is, man. The funny thing about it is, um, so I'm af, I'm actually named after my grandfather, which, I mean, obviously I would be. You don't meet nobody in the 21st century. In their yeah. 20s or 30s named Walter. That's just an old underground railroad oh, name. Man. But I am I am proud to have that name. Um, and yeah, so I was, I'm named after my grandfather. And so when my grandmother actually started to transition, like, you know, she started to get towards the end of the road. Mm -hmm. Um, I am one of the few people she actually remembered. And I think it's because I'm named after my grandfather. Yeah. So, um, I was actually at school, um, you know, while she, when she started to transition Uh and, um, funny thing about it is like, she did not go until I got back to actually see oh, her for the last time. Um, so, like, the day I got back, she passed that next morning. Man, that's dope. Yeah, that's crazy. So, the last... It's kind of sad, but I always remember this. Uh, so, um, the grandmother I'm referring to, she's... Technically, she's my step-grandmother. Okay. Um, but uh, my mom's biological mother, uh, she actually passed while she was down here in Texas. And the last thing she told me was, you were the most disrespectful <laughs> kid I oh, know. Oh, wow. And so that always stuck with me. So I was yeah, like, Yeah, that's, but that's, that's was, not how you leave nobody. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's definitely a uh, woo. <laughs> Anyways. But yeah, I went down to Louisiana. <laughs> that's that's going to that's, that's um, get back into a later topic for yeah. the docket. Cause, yeah. yeah. I saw some, uh, some aunts and uncles and stuff like that. Hung out with them. Saw some younger cousins. Man. Between my brother and my cousin, my cousin Bree, uh, Bree just graduated from FIU, uh, and she's growing up fast as hell. Yeah, and she's looking for jobs and stuff like that. And uh, her younger sister, she's now a sophomore in high school. I'm wow. like, 
where did the time go? Yeah, so and I was I still actually, see them as them little kids for real. Like I was actually uh, we, me and my one of my siblings was talking about that the other day because one of my younger cousins, which mm-hmm. is actually my first cousin's daughter, okay, um, she had a little get together at the you know probably midweek, okay. and um, she ended she turned twenty six. And okay. damn, I remember 26. Yeah. Right. Out there. And, and so it just got me to thinking because, you know, those are my little cousins yeah. and it got, it got me to thinking, and I was talking to my sibling, like, bro, we can, we getting to be those cousins. You're getting up there, man. You're <laughs> like, cousins, you know? The cousins that walk out. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the cousins that take the walk. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we getting to be those cousins, the cousins that go hit the, hit the trunk for a little drink yeah. <laughs> in the middle of the party. Yeah. And and I, I was telling her I was like we're we're the cousins now that cook at the cookout and yeah. we own the playlist. Like I remember when we was kids and you know the playlist would be going and it's old school music. Yeah, you don't know and, what's going on. Yeah, and you know you, you gotta you, eat the hot dog. <laughs> with the, you gotta you with gotta, gotta sit, at, sit at the kids' table and shit. Yeah. But no, we 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 would be listening to their music, man, and we'd be like, man, we don't want to hear this shit. Like we, you know, <laughs> you want the rap and stuff. Yeah. And it's like now. You know, we're what the co- the fuck is this <laughs> yeah, we're, we're the cousins. We're the cousins that play the playlist. Yeah, 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 yeah. You you hear the, the as soon as one of the kids get a hold of the Bluetooth, you be like, turn that goddamn <laughs> shit out. We don't, don't want to hear that shit. Tell yeah. you about some real music. But yeah, man, we are getting that that to that age. But yeah, so it's been it's been a while since you've been back home. Yeah, um, man, it's been damn. I think the last time I went was probably. Christmas before no. the pandemic. Before the pandemic, okay. Actually, it might have been uh, last Fourth of July because uh, I I brought somebody home with me and uh, oh shit yeah we was out there just yeah I think that's what I got to stop doing man like it seems like every time I start shopping for rings and shit everything just fucking falls you should apart. probably stop doing that yeah. <laughs> I, I ran across a picture today in my phone of of uh. My well, number one, <laughs> you should probably, you know, have a time period before they go to the house because. Well, that was it was a good time period. We was together. I mean, we started talking in November, um, July, hard I guess. in December, and then by mm, what shit months. February we was we was deep in it because you went on a trip with us where we was in a hotel room playing house and shit. Yeah, yeah. I, I, like, I mean, I guess seven months. That was that was a pretty good time. Yeah, man. I think I was just ready to just. Yeah. (laughs) I love love. I'm just fucking bad. Bad. Not bad habits. (laughs) But yeah. Yeah, man. So um But home was home was home was good, man. I'll tell you, I got ADD and stuff. We're gonna put a a compilation together of Of the ADD moments going all way off topic (laughs) and shit. But um went home and stuff, saw some family and stuff, came back, uh got in the car one more I headed home. Walt uh, calls me a hoe in front of my mama. <laughs> Wait, that was an accident though. <laughs> so we I, drive it home. No, no. Stuff. Walt calls me. I'm like, okay, it's Walt. Mama knows Walt or uh, Dub. Excuse me. Um, <laughs> you ain't gonna never get that shit right. <laughs> well, you called yourself Walt over here. It's with okay. Your ass okay. Name. Um, uh, I pick up the phone. First thing he says is, "What up, hoe?" I was like, <laughs> "Well, you, you just called me a hoe in front of my mama." <laughs> He was like, oh, shit. <laughs> no, the background like, no. Hey, so let me tell y'all, I'm that friend, and X knows this. And, and I'm I, the same way. Nah, we'll, we'll call each other that. Yeah, and so, and so the thing about it is, like, it's certain people, and my sister is one of those people included, um, that when they call me, if I am on the 
if they're on my car speaker or if they're on speakerphone, I answer the phone like, hey, you on speaker. <laughs> and, and X knows that I'm that friend. Like, you got to let me know because I'm liable to answer the phone with some fucked up shit. <laughs> and so Now, let me tell you this. After I got off the phone with you, your cousin called me. Uh, and I had to say, say, hey, 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 I'm on, I'm on speakerphone. I'm on speakerphone right now. It yeah, watch in, your mouth. <laughs> it runs in our family, man. We just, we got, we got foul ass mouths. I mean, that's, that's just kind of how it is. My mama don't know that side of me. You know what I'm saying? She still think I'm a virgin. Woo! Anyway, your mama do not think you Nah, nah. She, she found out when I was like 22. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I know mama do not, not think yeah. that. How, so how was, so... How was the car ride with your mom's the whole time? Because that's like a five and a half hour, six hour, five that's and a rough. half, six hour drive. With the traffic. So on our way down there, we got, we was pretty good. Well, let me tell you, we started talking. And I, I went I-20 West instead of I-20 East because I wasn't paying attention. You fucked up. Yeah. Wait, but you're supposed to go East. So, you know, 635, you go down and it splits to 20. You can go East or West. I went West. Oh, yeah. So I didn't even east. notice it until I saw... Uh, Black Lives Matter on the side of a church. And I was like, oh shit, I'm going to. Oh, uh, damn, you made it far, far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so then we had to go back the other way and stuff like that. So I was on Cockrell Hill and I turned around at that point. My mama woke up. She was like, oh, what are we slowing down for? It's like, I went the wrong way. So we got that way. So, matter of fact, then we got uh, to Forney and Travis just came to a standstill. So it turned out that it was a, a 18 wheeler that uh, had flipped over. So. Uh, the trailer was on one side and the cab was on the other side. I think I actually saw that coming home. Oh, um, luckily nobody was was seriously hurt. Mm-hmm. It was just a single um, car accident. Yeah, um, but it was actually like watermelons all on the highway. My mom was like, <laughs> Did hey, you stop? stop. Yeah, stop. Yeah. Get that. Get that. Water- <laughs> I was like, the well, cops is not about to let us get that. That's watermelons. some black people shit, though, ain't it? And it was the fourth too. So. <laughs> So she said, "We about to have a cookout. <laughs> shit, load that shit up in the back, man." Yeah. So with with the traffic, it probably took us about six hours to get there. Normally, okay. it's about four, four and a half hours. Yeah. Um, to come back, it was probably the same because it was some more traffic going on and stuff like that. And I had like bad road rage coming back. Yeah. Um, but the trip down uh, was pretty smooth. Um, she slept majority of the time because she didn't get a lot of sleep. Yeah. Um, and coming back, we, we, we talked and stuff. We had a couple com- com- conversations. That's a word, ain't it? <laughs> yeah, conversation. As long as you don't say conversate, I'm good. I was going to say conversate. <laughs> I was listening to a song. Is Pretty Willie said something about conversate. A lot of people do. Conversating or something. Anyway, um, that's going to go on the real, too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, we um now, we I, had some good good uh, conversations and stuff uh, about just, just life and stuff like that. Uh, we talked about marriage and stuff because uh, my sister's married now. Um, Reva? Yeah. Well, she got married last year. I didn't know that. Yeah, she's married. She's up in uh, North Carolina with her husband. Um, and my my younger brother, Darren, you know, he's he's getting married in November. Uh, so I'm like the one, the last one holding on and okay. stuff. No kids, no wife and stuff. I had she- kids for like. Six you months. didn't. You didn't know. Like I got the. I got the gloves in the car. If you, <laughs> the, the, I yeah. just saw a color book in my closet for Kyrie. <laughs> uh, anyway, <laughs> but yeah, we had some good, good conversation. Me and my mama like just alike, so we can't be around each other too long. Yeah. Um, Me and my pops like that for yeah, sure and stuff. I think a lot of 
a lot of parents and, and their kids are like that. So true. are you are so when when me and my mom are in the car for a long period of time, like it's uncomfortable shit that I don't do. Like uh even my playlist change when she like I do not like listening to very secular sexual songs with my mama in the car. It's just um, uncomfortable <laughs> as fuck. Nah, I probably I usually just put a like R B or something yeah, like that. Yeah, be but if like it, that. But if it ain't gonna be nothing hard. Yeah, like. But it, I even even R and B man, if it gets to like you can if it gets to Al Green uh, sexual healing. I'm uncomfortable. I'm gonna go ahead and skip to the next song. I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you slide on that one because you said Al Green sexual healing. Uh, yeah, my it's, bad. It's definitely not. But anyways, we gonna move on. Uh, my bad. My bad. Marvin Gaye. Marvin Gaye. Amen. Um, yeah, but no. Al Green is actually a, a pastor now. Uh, that I wouldn't have seen that one coming. But yeah. and we're not. I'm definitely not going to that church. But we gonna keep it moving. <laughs> Mace had a church for a minute and then and he I'm left. I'm not going to that one either. And then he went back and then he left. And he went, I don't know what he's doing now. Yeah. I'm anyway. I'm not going to either. Um <laughs> but yeah, uh so that was a yeah, that was your fourth. So how how was the actual fourth with the fam? Uh the actual fourth, well, the fourth was on a Sunday. So mm-hmm. um my grandpa is a deacon now. Back in the day, he was a player from the Himalayas. He was holding. That's, that's, that's why my mama got a different daddy than <laughs> the rest of the Papa kids. Papa was rolling stone. Exactly. Um, so, but he uh, his his change in life is is definitely good. Every time I go see him, he always got stories to tell me. Um, About his whole days? Oh. His whole days and, and his, his salvation days. Um they used to call him old blue eyes because he has blue eyes and stuff. Okay, Dark skin so was, with blue yeah, eyes. So he was getting that, uh, that coaching. <laughs> yeah. So my my mom's biological mother actually stabbed him. Oh uh, wow! When, when she found hey, out, hey, them old people was crazy. Yeah, my the one that told my, me that I was the most disrespectful one. She was she was something wild back in the day. Yeah, they was. Yeah, they was, they was crazy, man. They yeah. was doing some crazy shit. And stuff. So uh, it, even like the entire ride down there, I was finding stuff out about my family and stuff, and just asking those questions and like stuff. Like your last name. Well, yeah. So, yeah. If people want to know, uh, Bess is is a uh, a fugitive name. I just say that because your granddaddy was running from the law. Yeah. We we actually do have Bess's in our our, our lineage, uh, but it yours. just yeah, it just that's like before slavery and all that stuff. Yeah, that's a whole switched. different story. Yeah. Anyway, so I don't think we. I just, just let me see. I was texting somebody this week. I was trying to figure out if we had Williams in our family. Because I was thinking about shooting my shot, and I don't... You have to make sure you make wouldn't, sure we <laughs> wouldn't try to get in one of your cousins. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it yeah we, a lot. Hey, we got to start going to family reunions, because I, we, we, don't see, we don't see the family enough to know... I miss them, man. It's and, only and, been... Like, we only missed, like, maybe one... I think that was like last year. And see, my thing is bad because my, I mean, I got a pretty good looking family, and you you mess around and hey. fucked <laughs> around with the wrong. Hey. I mean, I'm trying to holler at one of my cousins, man. You already know I was trying to propose to your cousin. <laughs> okay, bye <Bye-bye>. bye. <laughs> out of there. But yeah, so that was a, that this was, one goes out to you, bye. you, my number two. Now I'm, a, I'm about to unplug your mic. <laughs> Not the number two. You childish as hell. Nah. Um, yeah, so that was the fourth, man. My fourth was crazy, man. Obviously, I had to work. Um, my line of work, I have to work every fourth of July. Yeah, man. Um, and so the city was all over the place. Um, I'm glad it's over now. Um, because that led me into two weeks of being off, which we'll talk about in a little while. Fucking but finally, no, nah, finally. Um, but yeah, um, so this, this past week was my first week of being off and I actually went to the movies on Tuesday. Okay. Um, what you go to see? I went to see Fast and Furious 9. 
So X, let me tell y'all, X is over the Fast and Furious series. I left it like with with great reason. I can you know I can definitely um, say that at this point. Um, and I just spit all over this mic. <laughs> you got the pop filter, so you be at it. It's yours, it's, your personal mic. It's, it's liquor. But yeah, so at this point. <laughs> yak, yak. I got yak. the yak. Oh, well, yeah, we technically, it's not yak. Nah, it's but brandy. we did start off with yak. Um, we did. Yeah. So I can still say yak, yak. <laughs> but yeah, man, at this point, um, the Fast and Furious is very, very. They superheroes. They are. They should basically fight the Avengers the at this Avengers, point. Yeah. But. Um, yeah, so DC, it, DC versus Marvel. That's what what's going on. If, if Fast and Furious versus Marvel. They got the infinity infinity stones or some Tanks shit because these, these motherfuckers is disappearing and shit and coming back. But yeah, um at this point, man, it's very, very far fetched. But I, I still enjoy one well, number one, I like driving fast. I like fast cars. You definitely do. Um so it's my the, booty hole be clenched every time you <laughs> be holding on to the side. Slow down, bro. <laughs> nah, but um I definitely like the cars in the movie. Um they had some nice some very nice classics. Um but yeah, it's 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 very out there and far fetched, but I still enjoy the action. I I enjoy the fight scenes no matter how um, unrealistic they are. <laughs> like I'm one of the people when I go to the movies, man. I like to completely disconnect from reality. Mm-hmm. So I go in with the mindset of this is a movie. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like I'm not going in with the mindset of mm, that shit couldn't logically happen in real life. Obviously, See, my <laughs> my movies I like more. I'm more of a comedy guy, but video games I'm definitely that same way. That's my disconnect from okay. from the world. Yeah. Where, I can be whatever I want to be. I can be a um, a futuristic uh, teenage girl <laughs> fighting <laughs> fighting machines. Yeah. Y'all check out uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. They got a new one coming out too. Oh well, yeah. I'm not. I yeah. play. I play. It's one a PlayStation game. exclusive. You, you, I say um, inclusive, exclusive, exclusive. That's okay. I play. It don't matter because I have a console to play one game. That's Call of Duty. I'm just gonna shoot some shit <laughs> and run around. That's it. Um, but yeah, other than that, um, I think that was it. Uh, the, that was the fourth. I went to the movies, um, uh, started vacation. Yeah. Um, that's pretty much it. We did see a story come out this past week. Um, oh, definitely. Cause, because definitely. we talked about it on, um, episode five about, you know, all the we black, had the other side. We was joyous. Yeah, we was. <laughs> oh, that one side of this shit got now, shut. Dome. Yeah, so what we're talking about is uh, Shakari. She actually got suspended from this year's Olympics. Uh, yeah. Well, she originally got suspended from just running the hundred. The hundred. Yeah. And she ended up getting left off the relay team as well. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And so um, that kind of came out earlier this week, and there were kind of. Um, it was it was definitely mixed uh, reviews on it. Right. Um, it was the uh, rules are rules versus right. let her run or because uh, it's just weed. Weed is should be legal and she smoked weed in yeah. a legal city and yeah. legal state and all that stuff. Uh, what side do you follow? Um, you know, I'm kind of on the fence on this one. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I can see both sides and I don't when the the side that is on the negative part. I don't even put on her. Mm-hmm. So here's the thing. Um, uh, so I'll talk about the side that most people picked first, right? Mm-hmm. 
the side of it just being weed, um, it was legal in the the county or state that she consumed it in. She was in Oregon. She was in Oregon. And, um, you know, it's it's not a real big deal. Like, weed doesn't enhance you in any kind of way um, as far as your physical abilities. So, you know, why is it such a big deal? And I agree with that. Like, I, I am wholeheartedly on that side. Like, I feel like, you know, number one, weed is already legal in so many places. And it's, you know, pretty much it's only a matter of time become before it comes legal everywhere. And, you know, at the time, um, she it was legal for her. She was in, you know, a place to where it is legal. Mm-hmm. So... You know, as far as it being a big deal, I just don't see why it was a big deal. But at the same time, you know, like you said, rules are rules. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. And my thing is, I'm not even going to put that on her, man. I'm going to put that on her team, bro. Like, you're supposed to have yeah. people around you that look out for you in those yeah. kind of situations. You that's know what I'm saying? That's normally, like, even even with the game, like, that's what the OGs were for. They yeah. would always push you away, be like, nah, you you the yeah. one that's supposed to supposed to make it. Yeah, you like so you know, like knowing that she had this opportunity and you know she fastest woman in the world and all of this coming up, like you gotta have people around you that just say, I nah, I know you going through a lot. Yeah, you know, but you of all people cannot do this particular thing. Yeah. So so being a former college athlete, um, for anybody to know, I I went to school on a football scholarship. I went D two. Um, and then I ended up going to a junior college because mm-hmm. I got kicked out for trying to fight, fight a coach. coach. <laughs> um, <laughs> so anybody that knows ex- prior to, to to fraternity life to after is completely different. I've grown a lot. A um, lot. So it, it, you definitely get randomly drug tested mm-hmm. in NCAA. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to explain to y'all what a random drug test is. So when I was at school, um, for football, my my first school, the D two school, um, they called me during the summer. They was like, "Okay, you need to get down to Wichita Falls for a drug test." Luckily, mm-hmm. I was already in Wichita Falls, mm-hmm. or else I would have come had to come from from Garland, Dallas DFW area to Wichita Falls. Uh, unfortunately, um, I was uh, at my friend's house and I had just smoked, <laughs> so. I was drinking uh, cranberry juice for yeah. like a week straight. So they yeah. usually give you like a week straight um, if they do it. Because so, you either get tested by the school or you can get tested by the NCAA. Mm-hmm. Um, so, realm justice. This is what a drug test is Well, for men on my side. So they call you in early in the morning, tell you don't piss because they want your darkest piss mm-hmm. um, available. Um, you come in, they say, drop your pants, drop your drawers. Hold your hands up. And they basically watch Spin you. around. Yeah. Make sure that you have no clean piss on you. Yeah. Because, you know, if you take your job, they'll let you know you... I mean, I'm not going to put that out of there. I used to work <laughs> at GNC, so I know all the tricks. Uh, So they'll do that, and then they'll watch you, fill the cup up. Yeah. Do like that. They so tell you... You pissing in front of them. You pissing, yes. Yeah. Man, woman, don't matter. Uh, NCAA official will, will come there. So you already know that you're going to get tested, so mm-hmm. you, you never know. Um, even with the Olympics, it's even that that much more uh, stringent, yeah. stringent and stuff like that. So, you know what you're getting into. Uh, so rules are rules. Um, my stance on marijuana. Uh, even with alcohol and everything, I think anytime that you are changing the state of your your mind, there's mm-hmm. a deeper meaning to it that you need to get to. So, um, if you're saying that. 
um, you need to smoke or you, mm-hmm. you need a drink and stuff, uh, I think that's where you need to start talking to somebody else, even with me, because, um, you know, I've, I've struggled with mental health. Right. Um, uh, so I take I take my antidepressants and stuff like that. Um, but even if I take my antidepressants, I still need to know what my triggers are. Right. Um, cause I can be on the medicine, but if I haven't dealt with my triggers, then it doesn't really matter. Right. And stuff. So with Shakari, uh, they said that she had just lost her. Yeah. So I was about to say, let's talk about it. So she, she had just, you know, her mother had just passed. Her biological mother mm-hmm. had just passed. Um, and you know, she was dealing with that on top of the stress of, you know, being the fastest woman in the world, being, mm-hmm. you know, have, having to compete at the top level, you know, constantly yeah. and what that meant to her, what that meant to the family, what that meant to the culture. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's so much scrutiny that she was under on top of having to deal with and grieve the loss of, you know, her mom. And 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 that's my thing, you know, I'm not gonna tell anybody how they should grieve because, you know, people we all grieve different. Yeah. People see, see grief and, you know, we'll talk about that in a second, but people see grief in many different ways. And so, you know, I think all things considered, man, I understand definitely where she was coming from and what state she was in. Mm-hmm. At the same time, I just feel like, you know, that's on your team. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. if you know, if, if, if I'm around you, bro, and, and I know, what your future looks like and I know how bright it is and, and what this could do to your future. I'm not yeah. going to sit there and let you do the shit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. You just look. Let me tell you something. A lot of times talking helps a lot. For sure. Talking helps a lot. Cause even you were there, um, during my, I've, I've had mental health struggles and right. stuff like that. We both have. And we stuff. have. And yeah. we, it's nothing to pick up the phone and be like, Hey, let me talk to you, yada, yeah. yada, yada, yada. But you need, just need to have people around and stuff like that to kind of kind of talk to that thing. Because truthfully, um, marijuana, alcohol, any other substance that you're using to kind of cope with that, eventually the problem is still going to come back. Yeah, it's a crutch. Yeah. It only delays it for so long. And I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because, you know, we, we both have dealt with um, our mental health issues in one way or another. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can definitely speak to the 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 state of grief when mm-hmm. it comes to getting to that point because i mean you know you were around you know yeah. and back in 2014 2015 for me yeah. was a very dark you know yeah, dark and like rough right when i met you yeah that's well yeah yeah no we met 2013 um but that's right when we started like actually yeah knowing each other mm-hmm. and you know actually talking about the shit and so you already know like that time period for me um was dealing with a lot of loss. Mm-hmm. Um, I ended up at that point in time. I ended up losing um, four people, kind of in a six month span. Mm-hmm. And you know, these people, all four of these people, were very close to me. Um, one was my idol, and mm-hmm. he's he's one of the reasons that <clears throat> I'm in the profession that I'm in today, and I do what I do. Um, and you know, I think about him on a constant basis. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, the last one, you already know what the last one meant to me. Like that was, you know, one of the closest people to me. Mm -hmm. And so, um, I definitely understand her looking at 
what she was looking at or dealing with what she was dealing with and, mm-hmm. and trying to have a vice for it. Because at that time, you know, I was, I was doing the same thing. I just wasn't, yeah. I wasn't smoking um, because I've always had jobs to where you do get drug tested, but yeah. I was drinking heavily. Um, yeah. You know that, like, you know, that, that <laughs> same boat. Yeah. You know that during that time, like I had a lot of weight on me because shit, I was finishing 12 pack of beer and yeah. by, by myself. And I was right outside <laughs> yourself on the other side of town. <laughs> So, you know what I'm saying? You already know. We we both know what that, that situation looks like. And I think, um, going back to your point, uh, I feel like you do have to have those people around you that you can, number one, talk to. Mm-hmm. And number two, um, those people that identify your triggers with you. Yeah. Like at this point, I feel like, you know, me and you, we, we've been friends for so long and we've talked about, talked about so much shit. Yeah. Um, I know the months that you're going to have yeah. a struggle. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You know, you know, the trigger, the trigger days that come up, you know, you know, when, when it, it gets around that time or season yeah. that I'm going to feel a certain type of way and vice versa. But I feel like you have to have those people that you can talk to about that kind of shit because it keeps you from doing dumb shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or once you go down that rabbit hole, like... Well, you know, you, you be talking to me out to do dumb shit and I still be doing <laughs> dumb shit. But at the same time, I'm gonna tell you that you did some dumb shit too. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. at the same Definitely time, need it. Yeah, at the I same. I have multiple friends tell me I did some dumb shit. <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna allow you to do anything that's detrimental. Yeah. Um, to you personally or to your health or anything like that. Um, and so that goes back. You know, I I just hope for her sake that she had people around or she has people around her. Yeah. Um, that is helping her through those type of situations because. Yeah. You already know, like that shit is rough. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You get it, into it could have went left a whole lot. Yeah, um, like you get into a state of depression. Yeah, you know, um, and I think as black people, sometimes we don't know what depression looks like. Let me tell you this: um, I got diagnosed when I was twenty. Yeah, this gotta be like twenty five, twenty six, or mm-hmm. something like that. I didn't notice it. My mom noticed it. Okay. Um, my mom and my dad noticed this, and they forced me to go to my doctor mm-hmm. and get diagnosed with it and to get on the meds and stuff like that. Um, because a lot of times it's just, that's just life. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and sometimes it's just a, a chemical imbalance, which I have and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had to get on the medication. And um, it was just, okay, that's just what it is. Mm-hmm. I'm just sad. But then sometimes you're like, why am I sad? Why am I for no reason? Right. It just why comes am I out of nowhere. All this weight. Um, why am I drinking this much yeah. and stuff? And you just sit in the house and you're in the dark and your your your, your house looks like shit. Mm-hmm. You don't feel like cleaning up and stuff. But I still don't feel like cleaning up anyway. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> you lose interest in, in, in things like that. And yeah. stuff. So you just don't know what's going on. So somebody from the outside has to tell you, like, yeah, hey, you look, you acting kind of different. Yeah. You might want to check that out. Yeah. And at the end of the day, I feel like, you know, you do, you have different coping mechanisms You and you have different phases. Like yeah. for me, uh, I think my depression at, at the time that I had, it came from grief. Right. Mm-hmm. And so it was, it was different phases of grief. It was, um, the first, you know, the first phase of denial, mm-hmm. um, at that time, because everything happened so quickly, quickly. Yeah. and so many people, you know, at, at that time I was, I think I was in a state of denial and then, I got into a state of, you know, just trying to cope with it, like mm-hmm. trying to find coping mechanisms. And 
in the beginning, those coping mechanisms ended up being drinking. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I was drinking heavily like every single weekend. Um, Let me tell you how it is. We have our drinking under control now. Oh, for sure. Yeah. No. <laughs> we not. Yes, please. please. It's ironic that we. <laughs> it's ironic that we, that we have a podcast that we drink. Yeah. yeah. No, but we we are both and and let, let me say this for all the listeners out there. Um, just know that we both know that our triggers and we both know our vices and coping mechanisms. Yes. And we know when it starts to get to a bu- an abusive level. Mm-hmm. And we, we definitely have not been there um, in a while. Yeah. Uh, but go ahead go- and finish and I'm going to hit back on that, that okay, same cool. thing. Yeah. Going, going, going back to it, man. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I had the phase to where, you know, I was drinking and then I had the phase to... I had an actual phase that I don't think ended. And that's what we was talking about. You know, we've been talking about how I'm constantly working. And, you know, mm-hmm. um, this is actually one of the first vacations I've taken ever. Say thank you, X. <laughs> no. Thank so you, X. I am going to say thank you. I am going to say thank you. And I'm going to yeah. say I appreciate you for that because. I appreciate you taking it. <laughs> you did. You did bring it to my attention that like. Man, bro, you are like literally working yourself to death. And at the end of the day, everybody out there that's listening, take your days off. Please. Take your PTO. You have time for a reason. Because your company will watch your ass die. What? They won't pay your ass out. And on Monday, they'll have somebody in your They're going to post your shit. <laughs> they will replace your black yes. ass on Monday. You hear me? So if you are listening out there and you are looking for a reason for, for anything, just take your fucking time oh, off. Man. You got PTO for a reason. You're and not missing out on any money. You you're still, you still getting the same amount of money that you would if you got a good job and stuff. I don't know about everybody else. If you struggling, I'm sorry. You keep up alive. Yeah, <laughs> keep up alive. I don't, I don't know everybody's situation with PTO and everything. So yeah, no. But so um, that that ended up to get out of, you know, my drinking phase and my just sulking phase, I guess, at that time, um, it became you. I, I, well, I've always been a worker, but I think I turned into mm-hmm. a workaholic. Definitely. And it was it was my way of literally cutting off all of my emotion, which I have an issue with now. Definitely. Because I'm I <laughs> I think I think I actually talked on the on the last episode about how I just uncomfortable. Yeah, feelings it, make me emotions yeah. make me uncomfortable. <laughs> and I think I think I've been like that uh ever since 2015. Um emotionals de- emotions emotionals. Emotions <laughs> definitely make One me un- <laughs> One of the motherfuckers. Emotions definitely made me uncomfortable. Um and you know I t- <laughs> it's for my uh, what's it AS, ASR AS- A- ASMR uh, yeah is that what it is yeah the mukbangs and shit yeah they uh, they real quiet in the background it's- I'm glad I'm I'm glad for it I'm glad <laughs> but yeah um I'm I we oh, thank you. that was definitely um a time you know I I used I used working as one of my coping mechanisms and you know that's something that we. Going back to acknowledgement, that's something that I have acknowledged and I'm dealing with that at the moment, you know what I'm saying? Because like mm-hmm. I said, I don't get emotional, you know, like I don't, shit doesn't bother me like that or shit that, that you know, would normally make other people feel the type of way, it it just doesn't hit me no more, man. So, you know, I was dealing, back to the story, I was dealing with uh, my grief in, a, in, in many different type of ways mm-hmm. and I think you have to acknowledge that. Yeah, you definitely have to. Face it head on. Yeah. Um, 
with me, um, I know I have a couple triggers and stuff like that. My main trigger was definitely with my biological father. Mm-hmm. I still hadn't got over stuff that. like that. Yeah, I was still coping. I was still trying to find acceptance and stuff like that. My vice with that was actually, I just realized this probably this year after my last relationship. It was toxic relationships. Well, no, it wasn't definitely, it wasn't toxic relationships. It was actually sex. Uh, I was using that um, as a, a way to, to gain acceptance mm-hmm. uh, from women. Um, I was uh, just just hoping that they tell me that I was good at something, mm-hmm. tell me that they felt good, that they enjoyed me, that they were proud of me and stuff like that. I didn't need to get an orgasm or anything. I was just 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 putting it out there yeah. and, and and like, OK, yeah, I feel good about myself yeah. and stuff like that. So it's just like a, it's just like a drug. Um Drinking definitely was in there for um, sure. Uh, before my <laughs> my my before my rock previous bottom. my previous <laughs> ex girlfriend before my rock bottom, I was drinking hard mm-hmm. um, and stuff like that. Even with that, the, the sex was still in there because mm-hmm. I was walking around um, <laughs> doing dumb God, shit. God knows what dumb shit in in public and stuff with my short shorts on, with my thighs and my knees out <laughs> um, and stuff, and just trying to seek that approval and stuff like that on. Um, but after this last breakup, um, I noticed some things. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that my ex was dealing with uh, her own depression and her own uh, signs of alcoholism mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And I brought that up to her. And uh, hopefully she um, isn't suffering with those things. And I just was reading too deep. Yeah. But hopefully she's dealt with those things that's underneath that mm-hmm. made her do all that and stuff. But um, it definitely... Um, turned the spotlight on me and made me see my own faults mm-hmm. and uh, identify my own triggers. So I know that um, around April, um, March, April, my uncle died. Everybody says that I look like. Uh, mm-hmm. We talked about that too. That's definitely, that's definitely a trigger for me. Um, around September, uh, one of my mentors died uh, around Christmas time. Um um, that's when one of my uh, childhood friends died. Yeah, we both with that. That's a. I think that's a time period for both of us. For both that, of yeah. us, definitely. Uh, and around, even with with birthdays, even with you, you know, sometimes you you start looking at your life like, uh, what have I actually done with right. my life? You get a little older. It's not necessarily a, a midlife crisis, mm-hmm. but you're like, okay, what am I doing with my life mm-hmm. and stuff? And then sometimes that can push you into uh, a depression um but one of my counselors told me that life is is definitely a journey and it doesn't have a, a timeline mm-hmm. and you can't judge it off of other people's life that's what i was going man so you just said a gym right there that's the biggest thing and i i feel like as especially um we we should always keep monitor that like mm-hmm. everybody's timeline isn't your fucking timeline you know yeah. what i'm saying like yeah. married and kids at 25 is not for everybody uh, your career at 23 is not for everybody. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, you you are going to hit different milestones in your life when it's time for you. For you, yeah. When you can um, fully appreciate and accept those. Definitely. So everybody is going to progress at different ages, at different phases. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, for me, uh, and a lot of people know this, my career didn't start until 27. Mm-hmm. Well, after I had, you know, graduated from college and, and you know, been in quote unquote the real world for so long. Yeah. Um and looking back hindsight, if I had have started my career at twenty three when I first applied, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have fully appreciated it. I wouldn't have been able to handle it. 
Uh, I wouldn't, it was not for me at the time. And so when I got it at 27, like going through all of the experiences that I had gone through from getting out of college to actually starting my career, it actually prepared me to be able to, um, accept the role that I was in and fully be ready for it. Definitely. I can see that, bro. Cause a lot of times, uh, we ask, we ask God for something that Mm -hmm. we're not ready for. Right. Um, and then we get it and we don't know how to handle it. Right. Um, so he just kind of prepares us, prepares us for that. And I definitely admire you in that role because you're younger than me. But in some ways, I look up to you because um, you're so established in your career. And I'm kind of at this this stage where I wasn't I haven't found myself uh, even in my last relationship. I was looking to uh, define myself inside the relationship mm-hmm. Um I wasn't thinking of doing things to be better for myself. It was, okay, I need to uh, get a better job, get a high-paying salary because I got uh, two kids that are coming into my family right. and this girl that I'm expecting to be my wife. So, okay, we need to get a bigger place, mm-hmm. so I need to get a higher-paying job. And yeah. then I need to set up a college fund because of them. Okay, I need to get a house. But I wasn't doing the things that I needed to do for, for myself. You. Yeah, and yeah. Stuff like that. And I and I, I think I honestly think that um and I appreciate you saying that. I appreciate you know you you saying that, you know, you look up to me in certain aspects. But I think I think that's a mutual feeling. Like I think that we uh, in this friendship, I think that we push each other and I think that we help each other through a lot of shit. And even starting this podcast, man, um, I think for us, it became something that was therapeutic. And that's why mm-hmm. it became so easy for us to just definitely start it. And like yeah. it, it, when, when we were when we talked about on episode one about starting podcast, the shit just kind of happened. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like it wasn't anything like we didn't have no whole bunch of hurdles. Like yeah. it was something that was easy to start. And, and then so, flash back into to last week where other people were like uncomfortable yeah. of, of talking on the microphone. And we were like, okay, yeah, we got this. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like we, 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 we six episodes in, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Guide you this. We <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. But um, what you said earlier actually brings us into are you call it for the segment for everybody out there that doesn't know are you call it is when our listeners and followers submit a question for us that we actually tackle on the show so are you call it this week came from a good friend of ours and the question was um number one do you have broke friends and (laughs) if they are that broke friend is it are you their friend if you call them the broke friend See with me, um, <laughs> I say this. I it, Walt knows I do say not this. say what I think you about to say. I consider myself the broke friend. Stop saying that. But the thing is, I say it in a sense of motivation because the people that I surround myself around, mm-hmm. um, they're so well off into their um, careers and their salaries and stuff like that. It's like, okay, what do I need to do mm-hmm. um, to gain that level? And now I'm at the point where I want to gain that level for myself versus okay. gaining that level for somebody else. So. Um, you have your home now. Um, you and and um my home girl, uh, my home girl Alex, uh, <laughs> uh, who's who's in the room and yeah, stuff like that. Uh, some of my two <laughs> closest closest <laughs> closest friends and stuff. Um, even when y'all was y'all was talking about getting y'all homes, I was I was there but like go do it, go do it, go yeah, do yeah. it, go do it and stuff like I'll cheer y'all on and stuff like that. Um. And and that's motivation for myself. Um, and I just realized now that I need to start doing that for myself. 
Uh, but um, I think somebody who said this that you never want to be um, the richest person or the most successful person in your, in your circle. I, I think. Like that. Well, we talked about that because we talked about the 33, 33, 33 and that's hard to say when I'm drinking. But we talked. We talked um, about what's we, the math. We, <laughs> we talked about how um, you should have. 33% of the people that you hang around are, you know, the people that you can kind of pull up, mm -hmm. um, the people that may not be doing as well, maybe a little less fortunate, uh -huh. um, so that you can be not, not per se their inspiration, but you can try to push them to do better. Yeah. Um, and then you have 33% of the people around you that are basically on your level, like mm -hmm. basically, you know, the people around you that, um, you can kind of confide in, you can kind of relate to, mm -hmm. and y'all can talk about things such as progressing and getting better. And then you should have 33% of the people around you that are exceeding where you are yeah. because those are the 33. That's the, that's the percentile that pushes you, um, to try to do better. And that's the percentile that you can, um, just kind of gain knowledge from yeah. to get to where you're trying to go. Mm. Um, so that's the that's the thirty three breakdown. Yeah. So, um, with you, I I would say emotionally, I'm probably the upper thirty three mm -hmm. that you look at and stuff. I gave you some books to kind of look at and mm -hmm. kind of help with that. Financially, I think that you're my upper thirty three that I look at. Um, I have a couple other people that I look at. Matter of fact, that was on Corey's uh, podcast. Mm -hmm. So shout out to Corey, man. He just got himself. A home and stuff. He put it on Facebook. Congrats, so say congrats. That, say that to him and stuff. Congratulations to you, my brother. Um, and then um, it's other people, you know, saying I look up to and stuff. I, I look at them relationship wise, my parents. Yeah. Um, I see them, they just celebrated. Uh, I can't even remember how many years, but they've been together most of my life and stuff like that. So I look at that stuff and like, that's what that's what I do. So I try to keep people, um, I want those people that I, I, I try to strive to to be on the same level with i i try to keep those those 33 that's yes. that's um not as far off as me that i try to pull up um and then those people in my same level they kind of keep me grounded yes yeah. it's 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 easy to to get into that um elite uh <laughs> bougie lifestyle and stuff <laughs> like that that i never want to get into because mm -hmm. you just think that you just like oh yeah you know, shit don't know. think yeah, yeah. You have great poop on. <laughs> nah. Yeah, but so um, this is why I hate you saying that. Um, and this is why I tell you not to say that all the time. Um, Again, while trying to be a good friend. No, no, seriously. Um, the thing, the thing, so here's how I view uh, the people around me. Um, everybody knows that I don't keep a lot of people around me. My circle is very small, mm -hmm. and that's for a reason. Yeah. Uh, when I circle small, never keep no squares near us. <laughs> my thing is when it comes to my circle, uh, I don't look at the closest people around me as friends. I tell everybody that I don't have friends. Um, mm. and people, people have gotten mad at me for that in the past because they don't know where they stand. Well, it's easy. Mm. Um, I only have family or I have associates. associates. And, the reason that I get mad at you every time you say that I'm the broke friend that pisses me off because it's like nobody can, if I'm not broke, nobody around me can be broke. When I say that, um, as far as my family is concerned, and everybody everybody in my family pretty much knows this, oh, as far me. as... I'm poor. <laughs> as, far, 
as far as my family is concerned, man, if I got it, you got it. And that's all day, every single day. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. at the end of the day, I'm not going to do no shit that I know the people around me want to do or I know that I can help you with and I'm not yeah. going to do it for you. I'm not going to help you with it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like that vice versa in most of the most of the friendships and relationships ships i have yeah um you know what i'm saying like it's no such thing as you being broke if i got money definitely feel that I feel you know that what i'm saying stuff. even today like if you forgot your card somewhere and then i'd be like hey i got you right and stuff like that and stuff like that even your birthday and stuff like happy birthday again my brother Thank what, you. what time is it right now it is almost we got about almost 40 minutes y'all gonna miss it we gonna be turned um but um definitely man I, I appreciate that um and i and i had a bad habit of calling myself an ain't shit nigga um i'll be yeah i'll be you know i'll, I'll say that about shit. myself but, <laughs> not the n-word but i'm definitely I, yeah. ain't shit. uh it's just as motivation to myself and stuff so i see uh my friends and everything doing big things and stuff like that and i root y'all on and i'm definitely happy for you because it's it is certain um quote unquote friends that root you on but secretly be talking about your ass and, and speaking negativity into the atmosphere that's why let me yeah. tell you so I, we talked about that earlier today too about um you know watch what you post and watch the the type of things you say in the company that you say it in because uh -huh. you know everybody ain't for you yeah. and it's people out here secretly plotting on you and yeah. speaking negativity into the atmosphere on your life yeah. and words have power they do and i'm not going to allow anybody to speak church in the background <laughs> <laughs> i'm not going to allow anybody to speak no negativity on my life and let that become you know um a reality yeah because um a lot of these motherfuckers out here are snakes they are they are and, you, def you definitely and if your grass too tall them. you'll miss them yeah I got a big ass lawnmower though. Riding lawnmower. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I smoke that ass out. Be like, hey. Yeah, up? yeah, for sure. So I mean, I just that's I'm I try, I try to do a lot in silence. Um, you know that for sure. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> you know that for sure. Um, yeah, that that's one that's one of the biggest things. Um, just you just gotta watch. Got to watch what you move. But it, I, it, like you said, if you're using that, if you're using the weight, because you you know me, I do the same thing. Like I, when when I'm on my fitness journey and I'm on my fitness goal, I call myself a fat ass in a minute. And I'll make fat jokes about myself before before mm -hmm. you can make them out, before anybody can make them out. You know what I'm saying? tell you like, yeah, but it, no, I, I get hey, what you. Let me tell you, our dubs in here looking slim and shit. He, <laughs> we, hey, we on it. Let's go. Slimming down and shit. Let me tell you something. Tomorrow is your birthday, but these titties are coming out. <laughs> it's Fat Boy Summer. Let's <laughs> I'm go. Glad these motherfuckers. Right. Let's go. Let's go get the. I'm, let me tell you the 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 uh, boat. I mean the the. Uh, I don't know who the, spit on me, but somebody spit on me. <laughs> outside. Outside is going to get... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I like, God damn. Nah, but outside is going to get all of this belly when it's time to uh, when it's time to get out this summer for sure. Put this belly on somebody. On, on the back. <laughs> nah, but um, yeah, man. That's that's the biggest thing for sure. I'm, I'm, I'm excited about my birthday, man. Um, I, I, every year, mm -hmm. I 
Set goals for set my goal. birthday. What's set, your goals? Set for goals this year? for my year. My two goals for this year are. Oh yeah, is R. The first goal is to, and I'm starting out. I try to start out my birthday with the goal, and so this year's birthday goal uh, was to find a better work life balance, and mm-hmm. so I'm starting out this year on vacation. I am definitely appreciative that you you're doing that, bro, because you know, yeah, you work entirely too fucking much yeah so i i'm taking heed to that man and um this this year starting out on vacation oh, let me tell you see this is what happens so <laughs> monday i'm on my i get back in and i'm doing my cardio and stuff and then dub hits me up he's like yeah man i think i just need to take a vacation like he came up with the idea i was like bro i've been telling you that for 15 months and like he just came up with the shit, but I'm definitely, I'm definitely. Proud. I, I give you your credit. I give you your credit. You, you did tell me like, sit the fuck down. That's dog. what I tell y'all. If y'all listen to X, you be good. Uh, I don't know about on everything. <laughs> long as you ain't out there. Can on I get my MLK second one? Out? Am I gonna get my stuff? <laughs> hey, oh, <laughs> MLK. Uh- <laughs> I gave you, I gave you your flowers. Let me give me my flowers without Drea and Lena taking over asking where. Fucking I'm your flowers up, yeah. <laughs> I go here, bro. Yeah, no, that that, uh, I definitely appreciate you that for that, and I appreciate you looking out for me. Uh, My second um, goal for the year is to uh, stop waiting on people. Stop waiting on people to travel, man. Um, Mm. I've learned that everybody has different ideas Mm -hmm. or variations of what relaxation for them is and what taking a Uh break is for them. For me, travel is a necessity. It's not a hobby or something I like to do. Travel for gotcha. me is a necessity. That's the only time that I can fully disconnect. Mm-hmm. Um, because if I'm in the city, I'm either worried about work or worried about other responsibilities. Mm-hmm. And so when I get out of the city, I literally completely disconnect and I don't give a fuck what's going on. So I've got to stop waiting on other people. To yeah. do that with me, you uh-huh. we talk about this all the time. I got middle child syndrome, so I'm used to doing everything with somebody else. Yeah. So um, that is the goal for this year is to not not wait on people, man. So got some things lined up, and I'm excited about that. So I'm excited about 31, bro. I'm definitely. We had to talk about that too and stuff. Let me tell y'all something. If you have PTO, you can take a vacation, and you're still earning the money that you keep telling yourself that you're missing out on. Right. Um, cause eventually you don't hit that cap and they was like, you can't get any more PTO. So go ahead and use it, man. Yeah. Um, stop stretching yourself out. Even with me this year. Um, well, let me tell you something. I, I thought I had a, a breakdown after my breakup. Uh, I thought I was having a breakdown. I quit my job. Um, you did. And yeah. I didn't have anything planned out. Luckily, I didn't go in that bitch and say, fuck y'all, <laughs> all this shit and stuff, and I could come back yeah, to my flip job. flip over no tables and yeah, shit. Yeah, stuff. So, so I still had somewhere to come back, but I just told my, my, my vice president, I was like, okay, this is a forced vacation for me because as um, long as I'm here, I'm not going to stop working. Right. Because either I feel like I'm missing out on money or I feel like I just have to work. Mm-hmm. I can't just sit down and do something. So I was, I was technically unemployed for uh, a month. I had... God, it was like 200-something vacation hours of PTO saved mm-hmm. up and stuff that they was getting rid of anyway. So I was like, okay, let me just go ahead and sit my ass down and do something like that. And 
you know, I'm not even gonna lie to y'all. Even when I was on my forced vacation, I started doing fucking door dashes. <laughs> you did because I couldn't because <laughs> you I couldn't, couldn't sit, fucking sit, sit down, down. And stuff. But um, use that shit, man. Yeah. Um, it's for your mental health, man. It's for sure, because you will stress yourself out. You will work work yourself over. Even my friend over here sitting to my left, I have to tell her. Even with your your special projects, even when you're doing everything else, you have to take that time out um, to take care of yourself. For sure, for sure. Um, I think that's good advice, man. Um, and as we wrap up episode number six, uh, we got another list for you for everybody, right? Yes. So, do you think we should make these weekly? We might. We might need to make these weekly. Everybody, if you like the list. Please comment on the video and give us your list because yeah. we want to know what everybody thinks out there. So, uh, this week's list is your top three black movies. Top three black movies. What are yours? Top three black movies. No particular order. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with Friday. Okay. I'm going to go with Harlem Nights. <laughs> okay and i'm going to go with coming to america okay those i think those are three classics and i laughed because two of those are actually on my <laughs> list <laughs> which is crazy because y'all we did not talk about this before we started recording this show um we brought the up i mean we brought the question up but we never shared we never share our list before yeah. the show um so we're we are this is a quick list too yeah we like, are both last minute. what's up <laughs> yeah we are both hearing it at the same time as you know as as we're recording and so the two that i agree on and they are they are definitely two that i have watched many a times are Friday okay. and Harlem Nights. Okay. Because when, <laughs> when she says, <laughs> you got my mouth all ready for a swallow <laughs> orange juice. <laughs> and it's so, I mean, you got my mouth ready for some orange juice and it's only a swallow in here. And he says, well, swallow it and shut the fuck up. Man, let me tell you. They're the background. Fat bitch. <laughs> Let me tell you, I laughed heftily at that shit. I'm talking about I laughed from a happy place in that motherfucker. Oh, so, man. Harlem Nights and Friday are definitely on there. My other one okay. is Life. Oh, shit. Life is definitely uh, in my top now. So, we have two Eddie Murphy movies yes. on our list. Yes. I can definitely... Who? Yes. Life is, life is up there. Yes, it is. But, um, and you know this, so one of my favorite movies that has to go as my funniest one that uh -huh. I can watch I can literally quote half that movie word for word is Bernie Mac's last movie which is so Soul Man, man. <laughs> you the dog motherfucker the dog, <laughs> so I can I can I'm, I ain't like boy pussy no I don't like boy pussy no way <laughs> I hope your back hurt like a motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, so that's um that's my top three with a bonus. I got I got I gave a bonus oh, in there. Shit. Um now, now this we didn't talk about this. If but I give a bonus, I'm gonna say it's undercover brother. No, so I was about to say we I'm we didn't talk about this before we started recording. But what's your favorite scene in the movie? Because my my favorite scene is not in any of those movies. My favorite scene. 
Oh, I'm going to have to think of that one. My favorite scene, bro, out of any movie, because I, when I tell you I have rewind and watched this scene probably about a thousand times, is the KKK scene in Django. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a meme about this the other day. Bro. With the two people texting. <laughs> she was like, bro. what did they say? <laughs> he said... Well, shit fire. <laughs> I watched my wife make 30 bags for you ungrateful sons of bitches. And all I hear is criticize, criticize, criticize. Yeah, so that, that when I tell you that has to be my favorite oh, scene shit, in any movie, man. man. I'm telling you, Damn. me and my younger brother, we have rewind, rewound. Is that a word? One <laughs> Rewinded or rewound. <laughs> We went. We, we have rewound that motherfucker numerous times Please and rewatched it. Rewind. <laughs> Y'all old enough to remember that shit when you had VHS? Yeah, man. Damn, um, a motherfucker. We we gonna get your favorite scene on the next one because I don't think you are you ready for that one? Or? Um, that was off the off the, out of blue. Off the cuff. Yeah. Oh shit! I might say it is undercover brother with um the uh, Roscoe's scene and stuff. Where they break down um, <laughs> the Kansas, uh, the, the capital of Kansas is, is Topeka, Kansas. And they was like, uh, shit, little dick. And the kind of my look gives you a little dick. <laughs> if y'all ain't seen that movie, go watch that movie. Or something like that. Yeah, man. Well, my brother, we have come to the end of the episode. Definitely, and man. as always, it has been a pleasure. Definitely been a pleasure. Let me just say this before we get out of here, brother. Um, bless you. Um, I'm glad that God has placed you in my life. Thank you. Uh, for another year. Another year. Um, I've watched you grow. I've watched the same. I've seen the things. God damn, I can't talk that. Yak, yak. <laughs> Um, I've seen the things that you accomplished, um, and I pray that you accomplish more. Thank you, my um, brother. Happy birthday. Um, if y'all are listening to this video, drop down in the comment section. Tell Dub happy birthday. Thank you. If you're on Thank Instagram, you. tell him happy birthday. If you got him on Facebook under his real old ass name, <laughs> tell him happy birthday. Um, happy birthday, brother, man. I, I look forward to continuing this. Uh, We're going to continue this party. Y'all ain't going to hear it. Um, but we gonna be in this motherfucker turnt like a motherfucker. Yes. Because 12 o'clock is almost here. Almost here, man. And as always, you can agree with us. You can disagree with us. Mm -hmm. You can do whatever the fuck you want to do. Father, fuck you. But at the end of the day, that's just our two cents on it, man. Y'all have a good one.